For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of your favorite college baseball podcast that is Believe in college baseball with your hosts alan styles and orlando razo if you're listening to this you're probably listening on spotify itunes stitcher TuneIn, google play or luminary and if you didn't know you could get them at some of those other places well now you know if you like us rate us five stars and if you don't let us know why but either way please subscribe and download our episodes so we have a Great show for you today. We know we've been leaving you a little a little out hanging there in the wind the last couple of weeks. We haven't had a guest, but we have a guest this week. He's a very dear person to me, helped me grow a lot as far as baseball is concerned and even just as a man. This is the one, the only, the head coach of Kenyatta Baseball, Tony Luca. He is joining us today. Coach, thank you for joining us. Right on. I'm happy to be here. This is awesome. Great, great. So, Orlando, I know I just talked a lot. You got anything you want to throw to the people before we get started? Um, just that we're happy to have guests back. You know, we we thought we we'd bless you guys a little bit with some one-on-one time with just me and Alan. Uh, but we're we're very grateful for Coach Luca joining us. Uh, we gotta we gotta give love to the JUCO ranks. We uh, have we, to. We, we have love to love JUCO baseball. I yes. know. A lot of nut jobs from the JUCO ranks. A lot of great people, <laughs> yeah. a lot of great baseball players. So we are happy to have you, and and I'm excited to get this rolling. Great. So, Coach, let's start here. Um, it's we've been doing this with all of our guests. You know, we try to make it so that this is a an escape from the kind of tough reality that we're all dealing with right now. But the bottom line is, you can't get away from it. So let's just start right into it, you know, with the pandemic. I followed, you know, the team as I always do, um, just to see what was going on this year. It seemed like you were kind of off to a pretty good foot. Um, how has the, how, how did everything go as far as the pandemic is concerned? I know we've talked to different coaches about how they've handled it, but, you know, I guess at this point is what, what are you doing with your team right now to kind of stay connected with them and, how did they take it? You know, just walk us through all of that. Um, well, obviously, you could, you could imagine the disappointment. We're, we're 20, 20 so odd games into the season. And, um, yeah, we were off to a pretty decent start. We had a good preseason, and, and uh, we, we jumped out of the gate with a pretty decent record. And, and then we started uh, our conference schedule and, and scuffled a little bit coming out of the gate. But uh, we were playing pretty good baseball at the time, and our, our team attitude was good, and our guys were good, and we were – um, we were getting getting it going a little bit, and uh, 
you know, and then all, all of a sudden this, this pandemic hits us and shuts us down and re- rather abruptly, really. I mean, um, you know, one day we're playing College of San Mateo and the next day we're, our season's over. So um, it, it's, you know, definitely a shock uh, to just kind of take all in. But, but at the same time, obviously the safety and, and the health of, of everybody is, is definitely the most important thing. Um, but, uh, you know, as a, as an 18, 19, 20 year old kid, it's hard to understand that stuff sometimes and, and put it into perspective because you just, you're losing your season, right? You're, you're, you're having a good time and getting it going and, uh, you know, and all of a sudden it's not there no more. So, um, hopefully, hopefully some good comes out of this and people, you know, enjoy it a whole lot more because they see how easily, you know, things can be taken away from them. Coach. You mentioned the, uh, you know, the reaction of, of 18, 19, 20-year-old kids um, and, and something that's even so foreign to you. You know, we, uh, I've talked to, you know, we've talked to some of our old guests, our older guests that have, uh, you know, come on and, and they've said they've never experienced anything like this. You know, this is a first, this is a once in a lifetime, you know, for hopefully once in a lifetime uh, thing for so many people. Talk about how it was tough for you to even explain to them because, you know, uh, on their side, you know, they're so disappointed that this is their, this is their season. This is the best time of their life. They're playing with their best friends. And on your, on your end, on your side, you know, you are the head coach and it's even such a foreign situation to you. So that must be extremely difficult to explain to them. So can you kind of go through how, how you were able to communicate to your team and, and get them to sort of see, I guess, the light at the end of the tunnel, if, if that was possible. Um, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough deal to go through because, again, you don't even have the answers. So it's something so new, right? I mean, I, nothing like this since what they said, the Spanish flu or, or what happened in 1918 or something. So unless you were alive back then, nobody's experiencing not, it. Yeah, not that many people, probably. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, not anymore. And uh, – and uh, so you don't have the answers. It's tough to kind of, again, explain to these kids, you know, and try to let them know what's out there for them. So, you know, all, all you could do is, is try to figure out and get out ahead as much as you can and, and find out some information for them to, to kind of sleep on at night and, and make the right decisions for, for them individually. And um, I think we've done that. Uh, we, you know, we stay in touch with our kids through, through email. I've, I've actually got them doing some online assignments um, and, you know, I just put, put, pull some, some videos and, and, you know, wrote up some test questions out of my head about some situations and stuff and trying to keep them engaged mentally more than, you know, obviously you can't do it really physically right now at this time, but, um, baseball, you know, in particular is such a mental game and I'm sure all the other sports are as well, but, um, you know, I'm a baseball guy, so that's what I'm speaking on. And, uh, it, it's just, you know, you, it's a thinking man's game, obviously. So, um, it, it I'm trying to use the benefits of, of introducing uh, or introducing, you know, some of this, maybe introducing to myself, not, not necessarily my players, um, you know, this online teaching and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so, so I've embraced that a little bit. And I think moving forward, it's something I'm going to continue to do. So again, you know, just looking on the brighter sides of things and trying to uh, get better always, um, you know, this is something that, that we can use moving forward as long and, and, and still be able to get on the field and, and do all the, all the physical stuff that we need to do as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's definitely putting people in so many di- different situations. They probably thought they would never have to be in, but 
Coach, I gotta ask, yes or no, have you used this line during this whole situation? You know who's working right now? CSM is working right now. So you better keep working. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's the truth, man, you know? I know, I know. And, and even more so nowadays, I mean, shoot, the guys in the Dominican Republic are working in Korea right. and, you know, all those other places. So, I mean, Someone's shoot, working. A lot Someone's easier working. for us back in our time. I mean, right. I mean baseball wasn't as national as, as it's become. So, uh, you know, these, these kids got their work cut out for them and, and they don't, they can't afford taking no days off. So you're right, yeah. Alan, I'm going to say it again. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, that, that's interesting as well. Like we had a uh, long beach state head coach, Eric Valenzuela on, and I asked him a question, you know, if someone you're doing all these zoom meetings right now, if one of your players messes up, are you able to just be like, Hey, all right, 30 push-ups, like right now. And I have to see it over. Uh, <laughs> like, is that, I mean, is that kind of, is that the new norm? Is that the new, uh, you know, run, run polls? Is that, uh, how do you have you incorporated the, the discipline side? Um, well, hopefully we're gonna we're gonna lean on their parenting, right? Uh, hopefully, they, <laughs> hopefully they got they got some good drive behind them. Where where you know I always use the maybe Alan might remember this, but you are who you are when eyes aren't on you. So yeah, um, I've heard that you know, once you or wanna, twice. You want you want to get the work in, you're gonna do it. And and uh, again, we we for Matt, on our our end, uh, you know this this new, you know posting these questions and right having our kids write some essays and kind of getting in their head and. You know, it, it really it really gives me a chance to to kind of see what they're at and what they're thinking and what what kind of stuff they're taking in, you know, because you know we could be on the field and and you know you get a whole lot of yes coaches, you know, yeah, coach, I got you, I got you, but how many times do they really got you, you know? So um, we'll we'll save the laps and the push-ups for when we get back on the field, but uh, <laughs> you know, right now we're just taking note and finding out who knows what <laughs> or what they know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff, coach. I mean, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, I guess what the term would be the, the logistics of what's going on. So you can correct me if I'm wrong, but to my understanding right now, every college athlete from the spring, we can do specifically baseball, they still have that year of eligibility. So the sophomores that were sophomores at Kenyatta will still be sophomores. Freshmen will be freshmen again, obviously ath athletically, not academically, and so on and so forth. So that's an interesting situation. So we talked to Coach Valenzuela about that from a four-year perspective, which is you know interesting because they deal more with the commits that they already have, and now they have to kind of juggle some kids that may have gotten drafted or were just going to graduate out. Um, they're going to be still here from your end of things. The fact that you have high schoolers, they didn't get that. So the high schoolers are coming. And the one thing I was thinking about was, you know, there's a lot of kids that get a scholarship their senior season. I mean, the, the top tier, a lot of the top tier kids, they're done junior year. But some of the late bloomers, they do go their senior year. Now, these kids didn't get to play if they still want to continue playing baseball they're almost going to have to, unless they're either going to walk on out of four year and good luck, or they're going to decide, okay, let's go to a junior college. So are you anticipating having possibly more kids show up than usual next season? 
yeah, I, I thought I, that's a funny, you know, it's uh it's something that we've definitely talked to talked about as a, as a coaching staff is, you know, there's going to be kind of a log jam at, at a lot of these four year schools, right. You know, starting at the top with, with, like you said, a lot of these seniors who, mm-hmm. who, you know, maybe are trying to get drafted for one last year or just trying to play out their play out their you know, their last college game, whatever it might be, they're going to, they're going to stick around. I mean, there might be some that, that just decide to kind of hang them up and move on and get on with the, with it. And, um, but I think there's going to be a lot more guys that end up staying. So like you said, you know, the high school seniors, they're, they're not getting, they don't get to stay back in another senior year. They, they got to continue moving. So um, it's going to take an effect somewhere. And yeah, I think, I think all the way around our, the level of play in, in the junior colleges is going to benefit because of some of this, um, right. you know, with, with, you know, because these guys are going to, like you said, you know, honor honor a, a fifth year scholarship now to to a senior, and mm-hmm. and maybe that money might not be there for <clears throat> for some of those guys, and and uh, you know a lot of those recruited walk on type guys, you know that you know they're just bringing them out there to fill in a role more or less. Um, so I think those guys are going to spill into into the junior colleges, and and you know those are probably pretty decent players that that should be at the junior college developing and, and playing every day. So. Um, instead of sitting on the bench and, you know, just kind of waiting their turn. Right. Uh, so, so, you know, I think, again, the, the level of play at the California junior colleges and probably all the way across the nation, for that matter, um, will probably be a little bit better because they'll probably get a little bit better high school senior than, than, than they normally would have. Right. And That's- you know what? I'm not going to let you off the hook because I know you're a straight shooter, I mean, you talk about this. You just say your team was off to a pretty good foot. You, it, the logjam affects Kenyatta. You got some spots. You have a couple decisions to make. And at the end of the day, I know it's best man plays. I mean, that's gonna be a t- that's gonna be a tough tough for you. They're gonna be probably some tough decisions to make. You know, if there's a sophomore who was, you know, tearing it up, and now that this freshman comes in, that probably would be at a four year. This is some spicy stuff. It's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, you know, I look back to when when you played for me. I mean, you sat on the bench your freshman year, and you came off the bench as a, I did. Thanks, as coach. A, Thanks. A, well, <laughs> yeah. let me let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> it gets better, you know. Uh, you know, we had a good team. We were we were thirty and five that year, and right. and we had we had an all American outfield. I mean, and it was just a tough place to get into. And and as good as you were, you know, you didn't get you, you came off the bench for us that year. Uh, and then you came back the next year with the first year of the BB course and you hit like 430, 440. So, um, you know, good players, they're going to they're going to wait their turn. I mean, maybe not wait their turn, but they're going to work while they wait and, right. and be ready to go. And and, uh, you know, when when the bell when the bell rings, you know, the cream rises to the top. So uh, it's going to be tough to make decisions. Um, based on if you got two or three good players at a spot, but it gets a whole lot easier once you just put them out there on the field and, and, and the hot bat stays in the lineup. You know how I roll out. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and if you're out there slacking a little bit, I, you know, you're, you're just opening up the door for opportunity for somebody else. So yeah. um, it's, a, it's a tough world out there, and, and I don't try to sugarcoat it in any ways. And mm-hmm. uh, if, if you're going to go out there and, and compete, you know, do it right. Go out there and play hard, and and uh, don't worry about what the other guys doing. Just go out there and outplay them every day. Yeah, and, and 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 force me, force me to to not 
put you on the bench, you know, yeah. as, as, a, as a coach speaking, right? I mean, uh, it's easy when you got nine players that are all Americans on the field. You just got to write the lineup and say, hey, go play, guys. But, um, you know, when, when you don't quite have that, then, then you just got to – somebody's got to separate themselves a little bit, you know. So uh, there's no substitute for experience. But at the same time, you know, if you're a, if you're a third, fourth-year junior college player, uh, that's that's the one thing you can lean on is the experience. But, you know, you get some young, hungry freshmen that's talented in there who can learn pretty quickly. Well, now you got to go out and play that guy. Right, right. Let me say that was an outstanding answer. You know, throw me <laughs> in there. This isn't even a question. This is more of a comment. That, that take you just had going back there, uh, saying that the play next year is going to elevate across yeah. all levels. I had never thought of it through that perspective. That yeah. that was seriously one of the most interesting perspectives I've heard on this whole situation is that it, more experienced players are going to get more experience. Right. And therefore, the level of play is going to rise. The leadership on teams is going to be greater. Um, you know, right. there's just going to be some sort – yeah, everyone is going to have an extra year under their belt. Yeah. So the level of play will – I never thought about that. So that I just want to give it up to you. Like, that's a great take. Like, that right. great. You know, and, and on top of that, you know, just to add to that, because, you know, in the game of baseball, it's a young man's game. So all these guys are one year older. So that also that also has got to kind of factor into a little bit of this stuff as well. And, um, you know, I think it helps college baseball, but – it maybe doesn't help your your professional chances as as much right. as you know. Other than the fact that maybe you go bananas for one more extra year and get get that opportunity. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And we still need to see what happens Here. with the with the MLB draft. But I think it's just going to shine a light onto the opportunity that junior college brings. A lot of people think that you have to stay two years. Technically, that's not true. If your academics are in order and a team wants you, we saw a couple guys, like you said, my freshman year, who left after their freshman year. So right. that's possible. Then you got to think about the kids, and we could talk about this alone the whole time. So the last thing I'll say is the kids that could be maneuvering to go to a junior college a certain way, because again, not a, you know most people, baseball people know this, not everyone knows this, you, can, you don't have to wait, you can get drafted your freshman year. So if maybe it's a, there's a log jam at Clemson and you were going to go to Clemson and you're like, you know what, let me just go to this junior college. Go to Kenyatta. Yeah, I might have got – yeah. Go to Kenyatta, baby. Right, right. Right. You know, I can go to this junior college for a year. You know, I didn't get to pitch my senior year and I could still get drafted, you know. So this whole thing is going to be very in interesting and I'm sure – you know, you have so much bulletin board material going into next season about the reasons all these kids need to work hard. Like it's, it's, you're going to have your, I can only imagine your speeches right now. Like you might, you might not lose a game with all the speeches you're going to have prepared. Well, you got, you still got to play the game, man. You know, so that's true. I, that's I can true. Only talk, only talk a good game. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to, I, I'm fired up. You fired me up. You make me sound like we're going to go undefeated. So I'm I mean, it. look, you know, you were <laughs> five wins away before. While you're waiting all of this out at home, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. But... Sports aren't totally done. 
There's still eSports, American Idol, Big Brother, The Elections, and their $750,000 poker series. There is still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. I said you might as well guarantee it right now on the yeah. podcast. So. On the Let's podcast. do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. Orlando, what else did you have for coach? Um, I mean, shifting sort of away from uh, the the coronavirus, uh, I guess you've been, I mean, you've had a, a great history originally. I mean, are you originally from the Bay Area? I know you went to Kenyatta and then Oklahoma State, uh, but are you originally from the Bay Area? Yeah, I grew up in in, uh, in between Daly City and South San Francisco. Oh, that's great. So yeah, I went to I went to graduated graduated from South South City High School and okay, three and then. Uh, so you know, so one of my one of my questions, I guess, was I mean you've been at Kenyatta forever. I'm sure so many opportunities have popped up. You know, I'm sure you've you've had the opportunity to go here, opportunity to go there. What has prompted you to stay for so long? And I guess, yeah, yeah. What's prompted you to stay for so long? To put it as simple as that, at, at one program, Kenyatta's home. You know, I I was a player here. Um, I I came here. You know, I at a high school. At a high school, I went to San Jose City College because my older brother Lou he he went there and played there, and they had a great career, and everything was good. And and the coach that was there at the time um, was awesome. And and so coming out of high school, it was just a no brainer. Kenyatta actually wasn't even in the mix. Um, went to San Jose City, and I, I ended up getting hurt. Um, I, I hurt my knee playing football my senior year in high school. It just an injury that came up over the course of the fall. Um, and, and I got hurt, and, and I had surgery, and I missed the season. I took a medical redshirt that year. And, and between during that, that school year, um, the coach that I actually went to go play for, uh, he, him and the athletic director were, were – always going at each other. I mean, at practices right behind home plate backstop, it was crazy. Uh, but he was a great coach and they just didn't like each other and he ended up getting fired. And so I almost, I, I actually ended up at Kenyatta kind of, you know, as a second, second kind of a chance deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I met with coach Garcia like two days before school started. Uh, at the time I was thinking about going to San Francisco city college skyline, CSM, Chabot. I mean, just the local, local schools around here and uh i came here i met with gar and sat in sat in the team room that we had at the time and uh and i always liked playing here we played here american legion and, and all that kind of stuff so i remember i liked the field uh, Road, baby. yeah it was beautiful you know it was a good hitters park and and uh nice and sunshine and coming from daily city south city you know you just give me a chance to get away from that fog a little bit during the day which um i didn't know was was so awesome but man just doing it in the in the midst of all of it it was fantastic and so um i kind of lost track of your question i think but i'm just giving you my background of the whole deal and, <laughs> and uh why you love the place that's why you yeah. like it. and and i well i came here i love the field i played great when i played here um i, I love the system that that we played under the coaching staff it was awesome um and then and then and it just opened up doors avenues for me I, I got to go to my dream college i mean me and my brother 
dream to go to Oklahoma State University and, and um, Coach Garcia helped make that possible. I mean, obviously we went out there and played good on the field, but uh, he, he, he had he got those got in touch with those guys and helped move me on out that way. And, you know, I moved on and had a great career. And when I was all said and done, I, 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 I made a phone call to Coach Gar, who was still here at the time. And, and he, uh, he said, well, watch, I was, you know, why don't you come on out and help me out a little bit. And, and, you know, I had some free time. I was taking some classes, trying to finish up my college degree and stuff. And I came out as an assistant coach and, uh, you know, the rest is history. And I, and I was there as an assistant coach, um, if, if we got time, I know my answer is a little bit long-winded, but uh, I give you a little story of how it happened. Oh, was, we got nothing. Oh, we got all the time in the world. Yeah. We're on, we're yeah, on your schedule. Yeah, we're on your schedule. On. Yeah, just I keep said, going. Alan knows I get long-winded sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. This is our other podcast. It's sometimes all good. Good, sometimes good. Hit or miss, man. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Um, so, so we're. I'm an I'm assistant coach for Coach Gar. Um, you know, and, and we're in we're in Bakersfield in between double headers, and I'm sitting down with him, and I'm thinking we're going to go write the lineup for the next game. Okay, Tone, come talk to me for a second. And uh, I sit down with him, and he drops this bomb on me. He's like, I'm done. I'm done coaching. I don't want to coach anymore. I'm out of here. And I was like, well, I thought we were going to write the lineup. He's like, do you want to take over this, this you know, this program? Are you, would you be, I've always wanted to turn this program on to somebody that I've trusted and 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 love that played in my system and and you know I'm done I want to be out and and I feel confident about turning it over to you and I was you know I was like man let's write this lineup wait was you he saying, like, like was he saying right now or was he like all right next year at the end of like the year right yeah this is this is my last year okay all right this yeah. is my last year I'm gonna groom you to kind of I want you to take over the program if you're interested and you know this and that and uh and and I was just again I was just kind of dumbfounded about the whole deal and. Um, I, I, I knew, I knew how to play baseball. I didn't know how good of a coach I was. You know, I was, I was, I remember being pissed off all the time, kind of getting frustrated because guys couldn't do some things that, that seemed easy to me. Um, and so I didn't know what kind of coach I would be. And then, and so I was kind of scared and I you know, talked to my family, talked to a couple of people over the next couple of days and, and got back to them. I said, Hey man, were you serious the other day? Or was that just like kind of an emotional thing? You know, cause we just got our ass kicked. Well, excuse my language. And, oh uh, no, you're good. You should hear Orlando. You're you're perfect. Oh, fine. perfect. Shit, I didn't <laughs> <talk> about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he, he he yeah, I'm totally serious. I don't I want to I want to just focus on being the AD here, and you know I want to move on from baseball. This you know, he had a car accident about a year or two before that that kind of messed him up his ankle and stuff, and so but I think he just kind of lost his fire for it a little bit and. Um, wanted to step away and I just kind of happened to be at the right place at the right time and you know I took decided to take the job over and, and kind of learn learn on the run a little bit so um, hopefully I've done a good job over the years you know you know we just keep on keep on trucking you know <laughs> yeah so coach how long because I'm doing the math here and it's crazy to me I don't know when this happened but I was there I came in 2010 right so that's 10 years. So how so, long have you been coaching at Kenyatta? I've been here now. I, I, I think my first year, my first fall was 2003. So I've been here seven, what, 17 years now. Wow. wow. That. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, dope. it's really float. Flow, I don't know how to say it. Fly? Flown? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all right. We're not, yeah. We're not yeah. Man. Um, 
So I started coaching. I didn't have all this white stuff on my face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I think, okay. So I have a couple questions. My first one is, did you create, so you still do the Hills, right? When, when you lose. Yes. Okay. So Orlando, basically if you lose a game, um, (laughs) if you lose a game, you have to run Hills for however many runs you lost by. So if you lose by one, you do one hill. If you got smacked, you could be doing 10 hills. Wow. So my question. I love that. (laughs) I love that. So my question is, Coach, did you create that? Or was it already there? uh, Well, no. I I, I didn't create any of this stuff. I'm not, you know, baseball's been around a long time. Um, So so all I did was implement what was kind of already there. Maybe, you know, maybe we applied it in different ways and, you know, put our own little spin on some things. But um, I remember as a player playing for Coach Garcia, you know, every inter-squad game was a, you know, we're playing for differential in, in score, you know, and that yeah. always meant running that hill. Um, you know, one, one, one team, you know, different teams take on, take on your personality in different ways. And, and yeah, I don't know if it was your team or, or the team before, a couple of years before you, but they decided that, that they were going to do it after a real game, right? It was, it was always right. a practice thing, you right. know, maybe an inner squad deal or something like that, but they took it, they took it a little bit farther. And so, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, I, since that happened, I, I don't touch it. You know, I'm like, it's not something that I make them do. It's just something that the program does right. um, over that time. And so uh, I, I, I might remind you every now and then now. So <laughs> just to, just to like, Hey, you know, do you guys do the Hills? You know, I thought that's what we did. That's what, you know? Um, so no, I didn't create it, but, but it did, it did take on its own identity. And I think, you know, I think nowadays they do, they, you know, each, each team tries to one up each other. Right. So it's like, all right, we're going to do, we're going to play for the tie. Well, no, well, let's, let's do one more hill for the win. Right. You know, in my opinion, it's like, man, you should have just won yesterday. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> running this extra I remember hill. that too. I remember that too. That hill's not fun, you know. Yeah, what I mean? so, yeah. And and so the whole idea behind it is, you know, I want you to hate having to run this hill more than more than you know. I want you to hate losing. Losing is not fun, right? Like, right. They tell you they tell you to go out there, and I, I can go four for four and have make three diving plays, but if the score is not in our favor at the end of the day, I'm not as happy as I could be. Right. Um, right. Um. So, so, and then tomorrow I got to go do these hills. Right. Because somebody shortstop kicked that ball in the eighth inning <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so coach um you know just to wrap it up here i wanted to talk about something that i thought you know you and orlando could could maybe understand on the same level and what i was thinking was you know when you're at a junior college obviously you want to get to a four-year right that's like calling a spade a spade so i think it makes what you do even more impressive to get kids on one kind of accord to say, hey, we know that you're here for you, but while you're here, you know, you're a team and you have to, like helping the team helps you. And I pull a parallel to being in the minor leagues. Everyone's there to go to the big leagues, but you have to sit there and like want to win as a team and things like that. So just give me a little bit of your thoughts on how, like those parallels and how you've tried to say, hey, we know you're, trying to move on but while you're here like this it's helping your helping us is going to help yourself basically 
Um, I, yeah, it, it is always a, it's a constant battle. And, and unfortunately in my life, it's, it happens year after year after year because, you know, something my brother told me, you know, kind of jokingly was sophomores get jealous. I mean, sophomores get, uh, they get greedy. Right. You know, they, they, start, they start to play for themselves and they start to play for that scholarship. And, and ultimately you, you just end up pressing more than, you know, which is hurting you more than it's helping you. So, um, you know, and I used to say this when you guys played. You you gotta always go take it back to playing with for the sodas and the cupcakes after the game. Right. You, know, you were a six year old, seven year old kid, and you know you, I like you that. remember I like that, right? And 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 again, you know, if the if the team's doing well, um, then then more people are gonna kind of be interested in what you're doing, right? I mean, if you're if you're balling out of control, great. Somebody might find you, but but for the most part, if your team is doing good, then then the scouts start coming, the recruiters start showing up to the ballpark. You know, they want to see why why this team is doing so well. Obviously, they got some good players. So, you know, it's it's something that you know it's it's an individual's prep, you know, choice really, right? It's a choice that we all make. We right. we either decide to become good teammates and and understand that there's a little bit of sacrifice, but but it's for a greater good, um, or you know, you could be selfish and 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 uh you know do do your own thing and and you know sometimes you you'd be the best teammate and you don't play so well and sometimes you can be selfish as hell and, and still get lucky and and things go well for you so um to the guy that's a little bit selfish i i wish you all the luck but to the guy that's a good teammate and uh and, and understands the game and knows what it takes I, I think that's the thing those are the little things that kind of separate you at those those upper higher levels of the game right um, because in the minor leagues you know they're they are they're telling you bluntly, hey, this this is your career. You know it's not about winning in the in lower levels of the minor leagues. I mean, yeah, it's up to the players to go out there and do things right, and you know understand how to move a guy over and and still be able to hit a ball out of the park and you know all that kind of stuff. So uh, it, it's just like I said, it's a, it's an individual's choice that they make, and uh, as the coach, you just you just kind of you know like the old saying is, you can lead them to the water, but it's up to them to make a drink, right? So, right, right. Um, you know, they, they uh, just kind of put, put, put what's out there in front of them and let them let people make the best decisions that they can make. And, and uh, hopefully they make the right ones. Yeah. Well, let me just say, Coach, this has been a dope interview. This was dope. This was dope. I know, okay. you know, I meant to get out to a, to a game here, but everything, I had the whole thing set up. We were going to go for the Skyline game. It was going to be dope. And the whole thing got screwed up. But I mean, a lot of people, whoever listened to this is going to be going to their like junior college games next season because you did a great job kind of carrying the torch and letting people know that this is going to be this is going to be good. It's always good baseball, but it's going to be even better baseball based on the situation. And uh, you were you were a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. Right. on, man. it's always great to talk to you. Orlando, nice to meet you as well. And and you guys, man, you guys are doing a great job too. Alan's been awesome watching your little uh, clips on Facebook and stuff. And and I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you, man. Go go out there and and uh, make sure you plug us when you when you. Get oh, I will. Oh, don't worry, I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, I got yeah, you. I'll be I'll be down in the big C with the pinstripes. Yeah. Right on. Right. right. On. You hey, uh, if I. If- if I put yeah, if I put you on coach, I'm gonna need one of those yellow jerseys back. We'll leave it at that. I thought we gave it to you. I I don't think well, I didn't leave that year. Oh well I, I didn't got, leave. I got him, I got him, I got him number four, right? I got him yep. yeah, right. number four. Gotta show up, brother. I will, I will. All right, coach. <laughs> thanks so much. 
Awesome, man. Great. I love this. This is awesome. All right. Thanks, thanks again. Take care, folks. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. As always, to Believe in College Baseball. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to advertise with us, please contact Believe at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. If you'd like to contact us on Twitter, my Twitter handle, Alan Styles, is at the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. Orlando Razo's is at O-R-A-Z-O, at O-Razo. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.